Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Our guest this morning is part of the team that owns, operates, and franchises familiar premium brands in Calgary, including The Veal Coffee, Chachi's Sandwiches, and Hula Pokey. Ronnie Allstad, all, along with three other business partners, started 98 Food, food Co. in 2016. And they have a mission to reinvent the food and beverage experience. That sounds very interesting to me. <laughs> Anything food related. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They've got 71 stores in Western Canada so far. And Ronnie is here to fill us in on how franchising works and what the future looks like for 98 Food Co. Good morning, Ronnie. Thank you, David. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Good morning, Tara. Good morning, good morning. You know, usually our guests bring something and, uh, you know, a sandwich from Chachi would have been a <laughs> That nice, would have been very uh, fitting. Yeah. Yes, it would have been oh, very fitting. We'll talk fitting. about it later. <laughs> Give me a rain check. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll hold you to that. So David was talking about the franchising piece. And uh, I think that it's one of those things where maybe it's just me, but I have a feeling other people do this too, where you think, I get... I would love to just open up that, st- that, having that little coffee place, I would love to have my own DeVille. And, but they either just don't move through with it or they don't think it's something that's possible. So how do people actually get into buying a franchise? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question and, and obviously something that we're passionate about and, and um, something we love to um, introduce people to. So, so to kind of take you back, obviously we started all of our concepts corporately and, um, you know, as, as we started to grow, we found that that was a, that was a common theme with people that, you know, they'd either been in, you know, their current role for multiple years, um, their life had changed through family or what have you. And they'd always had this dream in the back of their mind of owning their own business, but didn't know how to kind of take that to fruition. And that's the beautiful thing about a franchise model is, you know, you're, you're kind of buying into a system that you hope is already proven and it takes away a lot of those um, barriers or um, a lot of those, you know, things that, that probably overwhelm people, take away their confidence in, in taking that next step. So, um, yeah, over the years, we, we feel we've, you know, built a system that, that's welcoming to people. And that's one of our passions is seeing somebody maybe new to Canada, maybe new to our city, maybe somebody that's been here, you know, working in the corporate game for years, that's always had that in the back of their mind that I want to own my own business. But like you said, Tara, I, d- I don't know where to start. Um, so, you know, that process is in place. And as soon as they kind of reach out and, and contact us, we, we take them through the steps and, and we help their, their dream uh, come true. Now, from what I read on your bio, you're responsible uh, for the, creating the company's vision, uh, direction, and, and supporting the franchisees. Um, how, how is the process of vetting a franchisee, whether it, it, they, they fit the corporate, let's call it uh, culture, or mm-hmm. the corporate vision, or the corporate direction? How do you do that, that process? It's not as intense as you think it would be. You'd think that it would, it, it's quite a long process and that we'd really dig into it. But at the end of the day, um, we're still in the people business. So what we look for, you know, are people that are outgoing, people that love people, um, uh, people that are, 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 are passionate about the product, obviously, is important. Um, but as far as having, you know, any, any past experience or, or background in food and beverage, 
that doesn't carry a lot of weight. It's, it's somebody that needs to be very trainable, um, somebody with an awesome attitude and, and somebody that's ready to just roll up their sleeves and, and dive in. And we also have, you know, we've, we have a couple of different kinds of franchise partners in the system. We have multi-unit franchisors or franchisees where you can't be every, everywhere at once. Right. So, um, that type of franchisee is somebody who, um, is kind of set up to, manage their team. So they start bringing in maybe an operations manager to kind of oversee their multiple locations. We have other franchisees that, um, you know, are good with one location and that's kind of their baby and they work it and they run it and that's their passion. So we, we kind of have, you know, you know, different levels um, of, 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 of involvement. But um, at the end of the day, the, the vetting process isn't, uh, isn't as intense as you'd think. As, as long as, um, you know, that first interview goes well, and um, and they seem to be aligned with our values and 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 our energy and, and passion for the brands. Then then we're willing to work with them. And and they go through a training uh, training process. Um, we manage the whole process from you know kind of that first interview right through. So construction, design, engineering, um, their training, and then right up until that kind of climax of, of the grand opening week. And, and then usually after, you know, seven to 10 days of being in the store, they're ready for us to uh, get out of their hair and, and they're ready to spread their wings and, and fly into the future. So um, it's, it's, it's a good process. And, and when you have a franchisee that has a few locations, is it the same kind of brand or they can go different brands? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. We actually do have quite a few franchisees that uh, do have, have different brands. We have some that, you know, have a couple cafes mixed in with a couple chachis. We have some that have a couple hula mixed in with uh, dirt belly or or uh, or a couple chachis so uh, again don't really cross barriers you know obviously when it comes to franchisees who are in our system who want to open up a different type of franchise um, down the road we just make sure that it doesn't conflict with that genre right so um you know, the faux pas would be if somebody has a couple of chachis and they come to us and say, hey, Ronnie, I'm going to open up a couple subways. Then we'd have to sit down <laughs> in my office and say, OK, let's look at the five year plan here and see what it looks like. Did you take some on a franchisee license away from them? Uh, for Over the years? Well, they, 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 they typically it wouldn't come to fruition. You wouldn't go down the, the line that far. Um, but um Yeah, we, we always have to be on guard for that. He's almost kind of pleading the fifth on this question. <laughs> You're asking to divulge a confidential business information. We're with Ronnie Olstad, the vice president and partner of 98 Food Company. So talking, just staying along those lines of the franchising piece. So not a huge vetting. You want to see the attitude. You want to have that alignment in terms of the values. There might be some gut instinct there. What about the money? So do you have support at all if they just don't have all the, all the money to invest? Um, yeah, so there, there's, there's a, lot of, uh, a lot of good programs out there. So I would say the majority of our franchisees go through what's called the Canadian Small Business Loan. And that's been in, in Canada now for over a dozen years. Um, it's, it's a great program, helps a little bit with restaurant risk. Obviously, that's kind of around with the banks, mm -hmm. you know, always, you know, thinking that, you know, a cafe is such such higher risk than, than another business. Um, so so there's there's programs in place there. T typically, when it comes to the financial part of it, we don't get too involved. You know, we make sure that the franchisee is approved for the loan. So when time comes to start construction and ordering the equipment, that they're ready to go. Um, as far as somebody kind of buying into the system, 
um, maybe where they don't have the full financial backing or resources to own a store outright. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they can certainly partner with maybe other franchisees that are in the system. Um, we might have two of the same from a certain city that we can kind of bring together um, and, and things like that. So, yeah, there's options. There's ways around it. Obviously, we're open. Um, and, and another thing that's important, though, is we don't want to put somebody in a situation where they feel too tight or too strapped for cash right at the start either, right? You know, you never want somebody to be all excited. They have all this momentum. They open up a brand new business and then, uh, you know, their first payrolls do and they go, oh, I forgot I still needed money in the bank (laughs) for the first uh, month of operating costs. We we try to make sure that that doesn't happen either. So, you know, we work with them, you know, we put out budgets and and things like that and kind of hold their hand through that process. So when it comes to real estate, um, we do have an in-house real estate team. Um, Typically, what we try to do, and this is one of the tricky parts of franchising, is in an ideal world, you're marrying the real estate with a new franchisee somewhat at the same time. Um, and that can that can really uh, kind of come as a frustration uh, sometimes when you have amazing real estate, but you don't have the franchisee right there to take it and vice versa. We're with Ronnie Olstad, Vice President and Partner at 98 Food Company. Uh, we've got a break. We've got a take. We want to give you a reminder that Calgary Next is sponsored by Calgary Economic Development. When we come back, we'll talk about the Love for Lewiston Foundation, a big passion project for Ronnie's. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Our guest this morning is Ronnie Olstad, Vice President and Partner, 98 Food Co. Uh, Ronnie, I have one question to go to a little bit backwards in time. Yes. Um, what made you guys decide that fast food, higher quality, higher price probably, fast food will work? And how did it all came about? come about? Yeah, to be honest, it, you know, it came from a frustration of just not finding those options in the marketplace at the time, right? And, and, and you know, finding something that is a little bit healthier, um, something that you can, you know, that premium restaurant feel, but that you're not sitting at a table, it's not an hour-long lunch, you're not paying a tip, and you're not hanging out there. Why can't, why can't you take that quality and bring it into food courts, bring it into office towers, um, so, so that's kind of how it was birthed and, and, and that's kind of the vision we've tried to follow throughout the years is, um, continuing to pour into the premium. Yes, we understand that, you know, our, our price point is going to be a little bit higher, but we feel that the markets that we're in, that, that, that there is a, a market for that. And there, there are people that seek that out and, and we're one of them. We're customers of our own brands. And, um, so when we're looking at that, that's, that's kind of where it came from. So the difference is the quality between the national and international, uh, I would say, food court locations? Yeah, I mean, you know, looking at Chachi's, you know, real cheeses, real meats, pulled porks, pulled beefs, you know, bread that's baked um, from local bakers, things like that. So, um, and, then, and then hula too, we use ocean-wise fish, um, fresh produce. We're making our, our sauces fresh in the morning. Um, our pastries at DeVille are, are delivered fresh every single morning, seven days a week. So just, you know, really going after that, that premium feel. Yes, you're going to pay a little bit more, but 
we're, we're hoping that, that, you know, that market is still always going to be there. That's kind of that health conscious and, and, um, you know, once, once that level of, of quality. Health is important, but taste is also. Yes, you, it's, it's, it's a good, good balance, fine line between the two. Yeah. Well, when you look at the results of all of your, of your franchisees, is there a consistency in how, uh, in good performance with leadership or the culture? How are you seeing leadership and culture translate into the results of your stores? Yeah, um, 100%. So we have something that we do uh, monthly, which is called a QSE report. And what it is, is our head office going in and checking up on our stores. Um, so, you know, we operate in Western Canada. We're in Calgary, Edmonton, Red Deer, Vancouver, Kelowna, out on the island. So we're frequenting the stores in those cities monthly or, or bi-monthly. And it's pretty distinct, you know, the stores that consistently score high on those reports just tend to do better. Another thing we find is franchisees that are involved in the day-to-day perform better. Nobody's ever going to care as much as the boss, no matter how much you try. If, you know, if the boss is in there setting the bar at a certain level for his staff that they can follow and they can meet, we, we always see the, the results. And on the flip side of that too, real estate. I mean, real estate is, is, you know, they always say real estate, real estate, real estate. You know, it's kind of a combo between running the system, the, the system's built. We, we've ran the system. We've ran chachis that have been successful in different types of real estate in different cities. So we know it works. Same with DeVille, same with uh, Hula. We know it works. The system's there. We've built it. Just follow the system. Let's choose good real estate. And um, it should be a winning combo. Hmm. What, you talked a little bit earlier about, you know, you, you help to set the vision and the mission for the company and within the stores, you've grown a lot since 2016. You're at 71 stores right now and growing. So how do you maintain that original culture uh, that you had when you started as you grow? Or is that even something you want to do? Are you evolving? What's your process with that? Yeah, that's a great question. So, so with, um, well, one benefit that you actually have with having so many different franchise partners is if you're a if you're a, a wise franchisor, you'll listen to the feedback coming back. Mm. So it's almost like having really intimate employees in every store in every city. So that feedback that's coming back to us, um, it, it really helps with our roadmap. For one, B, um, you know, so Chachi's and Hula we started from scratch and Dirt Belly from scratch. Deville we acquired, so that's the only brand that that we've acquired under uh, 98 Food Co. And with Deville, we kept on um, the founder, so now he is very still heavily entwined in the operations and the coffee culture and the coffee expertise. Um, and that was something that we felt, you know, carried a lot of weight. Um, so, so between those two things and then, you know, obviously just, you know, communication, we're, we're not perfect. Um, but who is, yeah, not communications hard. David, (laughs) David David pointed to himself. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, (laughs) but yeah, communication and all things, relationships, business, leadership, Mm. whatever it is, as, as long as the communication is, is an open line and an open freeway going back and forth, um, you should be able to, to figure out the problem together. Before we go to, uh, into the foundation, uh, last question I have in regards to the franchisee model. What is the advantage for the you know, entrepreneur to become a franchisee versus you know, running and opening their own store? 
Yeah, it kind of goes back to, to Tara's first question of the day, right? Like, you know, how, how does somebody get into in, into a business? Um, the, you know, the perks of, of franchising is essentially you're kind of putting your trust in that brand and that head office and saying, okay, these guys are the experts. Um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay them a royalty so that I gain their expertise and I, I gain everything that, that they've, they've worked for and they've laid out over the years um, to help me be as successful as I possibly can be. However, it can work on, on, on both sides. I mean, there's, there's, there's lots of potential franchisees that, that come to us and we'll be very frank. If, if they're very entrepreneurial and it seems like their personality isn't necessarily going to fit in a box uh, we'll be honest with them. We'll just say, you know, um, this might not be for you. You're very entrepreneurial. You have a lot of amazing ideas. You can't come into a franchise and say, okay, well, that sandwich doesn't sell here. I'm going to do this one. Uh, that color palette, I don't like it. I'm going to do my own. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring in my own construction team. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. If that's your style, then we totally, um, you know, recommend that, you know, still go down the small business path, still follow your dreams. But not with us. But not with us. <laughs> do it, uh, <laughs> do it so alone. you're the manager, so you're the driver of the bus, and we'll just let you pass by. So, Ronnie, we brought up the Love for Lewiston Foundation that I know you have a deep passion for. Pretty maybe, connected to it, pretty yes. Pretty connected to that. Explain to us what the foundation is and, and your connection to it. Yeah, uh, Love for Lewiston Foundation started in uh, 2017, and uh, it was created by my wife and myself, uh, my wife Jessica, and uh, it was to honor our late son who, who passed away in 2016. Uh, he passed away from a, a really rare genetic uh, disease called spinal muscular atrophy. And, um, and he passed just, uh, just, just, just before his six-month birth, or I guess six-month milestone. And, um, you know, my wife came to me. Um, I know you know Jessica, very energetic mm-hmm. gal. She's been on she our show. She was on our show. Yes, yes. yes. Um, we had to strap her. To I'm sure show. you did. I mean, yeah, I have to do that at home too. That's probably not good for air. Um, so, you know, she kind of came to me about, uh, you know, a few months before his first birthday. Obviously, he, he was already gone by then, but she kind of came to me and said, you know, I've been thinking about the birthday. I don't want to have a pity party that day. I was thinking, you know, maybe we should, maybe we should do something. So in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you know, like a family barbecue. I don't know, you know, invite 20, 30 people. Anyhow, she started running with it and she threw, she threw, threw, threw his, uh, you know, one year old birthday party in downtown Calgary and, uh, you know, raised over $50,000 that night. And, and, and literally from that night, Love for Lewiston was, was born and she's done an amazing job mm-hmm. um, managing it, growing it. Uh, to date, we're just shy of $2 million that she's raised since 2017. Um, and, you know, really trying to do our part, be involved with research, awareness. Um, Love for Lewiston was a part of launching a newborn screening project uh, at uh, Alberta Children's Hospital, um, which uh, has been huge for, for the SMA community. So, so essentially what that is now is, is every baby in Alberta now um, gets tested for SMA right after they're born with that little pinprick that normally new parents don't even notice is going on, mm-hmm. but the nurses kind of take it over to the side, do their thing. Before then, you know, there was, I think, don't quote me on it, but 12 or 13 other 
um, diseases or, or conditions that they already tested for. So we had SMA uh, added to that, and, and that's really helped with combating the disease, treating it, and, and we're seeing amazing results. So it's been great. Well, you and Jessica have done just fabulous work with that. And we thank you for that, Ronnie. And if you follow Jessica Jansen, which I know many of you do, we've been professional here, but this is hot Ronnie. Hot Ronnie. This is what his, her followers know him as. Ronnie Olstad, Vice President and Partner of 98 Food Company. Thanks, Ronnie. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you, Ronnie. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. 